The following program is a production of the Recording Library of West Texas and is also available at recordinglibrary.org. Thanks for joining us on Free Speech. Basically, this is just a sit-down with some of the leaders in our community. We're hoping to get a little peek as to who they are, not only politically, but personally as well. Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative, everybody's welcome here. Because at the end of the day, no matter what your political affiliation, we're all nothing more than a few people just trying to sit down and figure out how to make the world a better place. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Free Speech. We have yet another very special guest in the studio with us, Jeff Sparks of Midland City Council. Council. Yeah, that's that's how you pronounce that. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? Oh, I'm doing all right. We're off to a, a great start. First off, tell us a little bit about you. Just as a person, uh, how'd you uh, come about? Are you a native Midlander? Things like that. Yeah, I'm a native Midlander. I m- moved to Midland when I was four. That definitely counts. Yeah. Um, I'm 56 now, so I've been here a few years. Just a few. And... Uh, I'm married, I've got four kids, I've got three grandkids, fourth one on the way. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. How old are your grandkids spanning? Uh, Let's see, I have a five and a half, three and a half, a three month old, and one due in September 1st. All right, is this from two or three different kids or is this all from one kiddo? Two kids. Two kids, okay. Uh, My oldest is getting ready to have his third child. Wow. And my second son is had my only granddaughter, which is oh, the one that's three months. And uh, this one you're expecting? Four, four months. Hmm? This one you're expecting? Is it a boy or a girl? Or do you know? It's a boy. Oh, man. So the granddaughter's going to be overwhelmed. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, where'd you go to school? I went to school at Lee High School. Can't get no bulldogs in this studio. I don't know <laughs> but all my, but all my kids went to Midland High School. Okay, that's better. It's so, okay. <laughs> well, what about college? Where'd you go to college? I went to UT Longhorn. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not knocking it. I, I mean, as you can see, I don't even have a dog in the race here. I'm, I'm a Irish fan. So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Longhorns in Notre Dame don't have. Uh, we we have some love loss there. I was about to say, if this was a uh, season before last, me and you wouldn't be having very kind words right now. But, oh, I, st- uh, I stay kind. <laughs> no, I was very angry about that first game last year, uh, year before last. That that was Notre Dame versus Texas, and uh, you guys squeaked one by us, and that made me pretty angry. Yeah, y'all squeaked one by us in, like, 1970. <laughs> And uh, and that was a national championship. So well, you know, I wasn't around then, so I didn't get to see that one live. So, but uh, I, I hear it was great. <laughs> so I go to UTPB, but you know, Dad, he went to Texas A and M. Like we were not allowed to have friends who were Longhorns growing up. Oh, that's too bad. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> was it kind of like the land before time thing? You know, three horns never play with long necks. Kind of. Have you have you never seen that cartoon? Uh, yes, but I still, I don't know that I know what you're talking well, about. Well, you mentioned Longhorns. Never mind. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Abby's here with us. I, I forgot to introduce you, Abby. Hello. I everyone. apologize. That's okay. That I is you. poor hosting upon my part. <laughs> But um, I can't, I forget, how old are you, Abby, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I do mind you asking, but <laughs> it would be rude not to answer. I'm 27 years old. Oh, yeah? 20? Yes. So you're not 1991. That represent, yeah. Mm. So you're not that much younger than I am. So, yeah. Dude, how do you not know about the land before time? No, I do, but I still don't really know what you're... Sarah's a little... Never mind. We're getting off. We're getting off topic here. Anyways. So, Mr. Sparks. <laughs> so did, did your kids also follow in your footsteps and go to UT? My oldest two went to UT. Okay. My third one went to A&M. Oh, man. <laughs> and then my uh, my fourth child, she she went to uh, Blinn in College Station mm-hmm. and, and stayed with her brother. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, it's what it is. I still love them. Uh, you're, you're still proud of them either way. They, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't matter which one they went to, but that's still pretty cool. You had two of them go to UT after you. Oh yeah, and they they both became engineers. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what you specialize in as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm a petroleum engineer, and uh, my oldest son's a petroleum engineer. And uh, an interesting story that that I have is. Is uh, and my dad is a petroleum engineer out of UT, and uh, oh, so you are from a long line of petroleum engineers out of UT, out of UT, and all three of us had the same professor. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Very interesting because because when my dad was there, um, Doctor Cottle was actually a teacher's assistant, and then uh, when I was there, he was full professor. And then um, when my son went, they were short on some professors for the petroleum engineering department, brought him out of retirement for a semester. And my son just happened to to get him. So what are the odds of that? It's it's uncommon. So, yeah. So the three of us did get a picture with Dr. Cottle together. That's pretty cool. It's almost like uh, my family has a tradition of doing four generation pictures. It's almost like that, but uh, with uh, alums and your professor. Yeah, with a with a professor. That's pretty cool. I, I bet I could interview a thousand people, and none would have a similar story. So that's yeah. pretty special. It's pretty special. So how long have you been a city councilman? I'm on my ninth year. Ninth year. What made you want to get involved? Somebody asked me to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what exactly, in your own words, does a city councilman do? We make policy for this city. City has zoning codes. They have uh, make variances to some of those codes. They, they, of course, right now we're in the middle of budget. We are overlooking the budget that the city has. See if we approve the budget. Once the budget's approved, then you'll um, you'll have a uh, tax rate, ad valorem tax rate that will. I'm a homeowner. You better step carefully. <laughs> I'm a homeowner too. <laughs> no, I know you are. <laughs> yeah, man. But, but we have an ad valorem tax rate to to fit a budget. Well, uh, I will say the uh, property taxes are actually relatively low in Midland. It's the uh, school taxes that are getting us. It, and we have nothing to do with that. Oh, I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm I'm I'm, I'm stepping into friendly ground here. <laughs> so um, it says here I have a map and it has Midland and all of the different districts and that you're 
um, over District 1, yes. right? Okay, so what exactly does that mean? Like, um, Well, I'm elected by the folks that, that live in District 1. There's four districts in mm-hmm. the city. Hmm. So you have four councilmen that are voted only by the people in their district. Okay. So those are called single-member districts. And then that was that was started late 60s, early 70s, probably the early 70s, and that had to do with the minorities having a better say in their government. Mm-hmm. Okay, And then we have two at-large council members, and then we have uh, the mayor, which is also voted at-large. Right. Now, do you have to live in the district that you represent, or is it just uh, completely by vote? No, it's you have to live in the district you represent. Okay, and like you said, there's four different districts in Midland. That is correct. Does that mean we only have four councilmen total? No, we have seven. You have seven. So you have four that are single-member districts. That okay, are right, district. right, right, right. Two that are at-large, so the whole city votes on the at-large. Okay, now I'm, I'm sorry the, you explained that. but And then the mayor is voted by the city at-large. Gotcha. Okay, okay. We're tracking with you. We're just try, trying to make sure we're keeping up here, because honestly, I'd like to know a little bit more about how our local government works. But to be honest, I don't know as much as I should, as I'm sure most people would uh, well, would, would fall into that category. And you said that you have been a city councilman for nine years. Is there a limit to how many years? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. What is that limit? Nine years. Oh, really? Okay. So we right. We, we have we have term limits. So three year terms at the end of. The third term, you cannot run for that position again. So, could so would, you, would you qualify for, like, the at-large? Yes. Oh. I was about to say, you should go out with a bang. Let's think of something crazy to do, you know, your last year in. But if you can run again for at-large, then... Oh, I'm, I'm not planning on running again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, is it, is it a lot of responsibility that you take on? I mean, obviously, uh, you, don't just, you don't just do this for the pay. I mean... <laughs> Oh yeah, you, we get paid a lot. Yeah, I'm sure you $25 do. Twenty five dollars a month so, yeah, for it's, four taxes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody does it for the pay. So, what kind of responsibilities are you taking on? I mean, uh, how often do you guys meet? Uh, well, the council meets twice a month. As a city council, it's uh, 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 second and fourth Tuesdays of the month, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, those are our regular meetings. Then you can have some special meetings that that will get called for various reasons um, during budget season and setting a tax rate. We'll generally have a meeting about every week in the month of August. Now that sounds like fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, do you present any of the uh, bills, like the roads and things like that? Do y'all present any of that to be passed? Well, yeah, there'll there'll be a lot of things that come up on the agenda that have to do with how the city's going to spend their money. If they're going to buy uh, 22 police cars this year, right. or, or if they're going to buy 12, um, when are you going to replace a fire truck? And And so we have to approve spending the money in order to purchase those things. Well, personally, what what is your personal vision for Midland? What do you what do you foresee in the future? How would you like? What direction would you like to see us take? 
And what do you mean by the direction? That well, you- what would you like to fund? What are some of the things that you would like to see while in your term um, happen in Midland? Uh, what What are some of the things that uh, are possible for us to, you know, goals that are possible for us to reach that you'd really like to see uh, us achieve before you, you know, leave City Council? Well, most mostly I just want to be fiscally responsible. So there's not a lot of things I've. I'm dying to spend money on. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, we we have a road bond that was passed last year. Um, Councilman Lacey was the one that championed and put that through. Um, I think that 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 getting our roads in better shape is a good good thing that that that's ahead of us because that's an infrastructure. And it's not just the roads; it, it's it's a lot of the the piping that's underneath the roads, mm-hmm. also in some of the older places. Um, that affects the whole city, mm-hmm. and um, that's something that I think everybody agrees, and and obviously the voters agreed, and and that's why they passed it. I also think that that was something that needed to go to the voters when you have something that big. Going to the voters and saying, "Here's our vision. Do you agree with it?" Mm-hmm. and letting them vote on it. Well, here here's one thing that I, I was curious about. City Council did run an advertising campaign telling people to vote yes to improve the roads in Midland. Mm-hmm. Was that taxpayers' money that bought that advertising campaign? No, it was not. No. Okay. Yeah. You can't use taxpayer money for advertising. Okay, that's that's one thing I was curious about because I heard that, and I'm sitting here thinking, well, they're changing, you know, public opinion. Are they using the public's money to change opinion? Why did the council feel the need to run an advertising campaign that was pro for the roads getting uh, improved on, rather than something that was neutral, just making them aware of the fact that there was a a vote coming up? Well, they're going to make them aware of the fact that votes coming up. So that that is part of of why they're doing an advertisement is so, hey, here's a vote coming up. Obviously, we passed putting this on the ballot. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, as council members, we obviously decided that it was worth taking to the voters and we approved Mm -hmm. the concept of it but it was an outside money an outside group that put the money up for the advertising and they were pro road pro road okay doesn't mean that there couldn't have been another group that wanted to do advertising saying no road so the group that paid for the advertising was for the road Okay, that makes more sense. It wasn't taxpayer dollars that, that created the advertising that was pro road. It was just uh, the group that was. And I don't even. I can't tell you who that group was. I don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense because me, me as a you know uh, property owner here in in Texas or in uh, Midland, I was sitting here thinking, why would they try to change public opinion if if it's, if this was paid for by city council and the the people's money? Because that's one thing that I really did have an issue with. I was like, okay, um, if our taxes are going to go up, why are we spending our tax dollars for an advertising campaign to increase our taxes? Well. So, when it's getting ready to be for a vote, 
well, none of the advertising will ever be done with public money. Okay. It's it's illegal. Right. Okay. And for me, I was thinking that seemed very unethical. So I, I'm glad that we clarified that because a lot of people were saying the same thing. And uh, I honestly didn't know who was paid for it. So that's one of the questions. That was actually the question I wanted to ask you was who paid mm. for that advertising campaign. So uh, moving on, uh, a lot of our listeners uh, are varied and many do have visual impairments. But do you personally know anybody with a visual impairment or a severe disability? I can't think of anybody that I know that has a visual impairment. Okay. Severe visual impairment. S- severe. Now, now we're not talking glasses, obviously. <laughs> now, um, what about any kind of other disability? Yeah, I know some folks with, with hearing disabilities. and No, I mean, I mean severe hearing, hearing disabilities. disabilities. Okay. Not just me taking my hearing aids and putting them in. <laughs> no, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. I, I, I'm i not far behind you, sadly, and I'm in radio, so that's kind of scary that uh, hearing loss is going to affect me. Now, Abby, do you have any questions? I do. We're going to shift gears just a little bit. Good. Mr. Sparks, <clears throat> <clears throat> are you binge-watching any Netflix series right now? Do you watch Netflix? No. Do you watch oh, Do you watch regular TV? Some. Do you watch What what are some of the shows that you're interested in? Hmm. The news. Okay. The news. What <laughs> sources? Yeah. So where do you typically get your news from? Uh, local news I I get typically from the newspaper, um some of the local news channels. Uh national news will be Primarily from Fox News. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do occasionally watch some of the other channels just to see what they're saying, get mad, get a good <laughs> laugh, something. <you> know. <laughs> right. So you are a primarily Fox News guy. Uh, books. Are you a big reader? No. Not, not a big, big reader. reader. A lot of people will try to like say that they are. I, I'm with you on that one. I'm not a big reader. I don't read a whole lot of books and things like that. I wish I did. But a lot of people just won't answer like that. Be like, no, I'm not a really big reader. Mm. <laughs> okay. No. Do you have any weird talents? Uh, this is just us getting to know you. We had Gary Painter on the show one time. I use him as an, as an example because he had one of the strangest, most unexpected skills that that uh, I think I've ever heard of on this show. Uh, great interview. Gary Painter uh, <laughs> had a lot to say. He's a lot of fun to interview. He's entertaining. And at the very end of the show, he revealed to us that he's also a certified hypnotist. That's a very odd thing you would not expect Gary Painter <laughs> to be able to do. <laughs> so now... Nice to know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but now that he did that, I make sure and ask everybody on this show if they have any strange talents, uh, abilities, skills, if they studied something that was kind of outside of what you'd expect, just anything odd. I can't think of anything <laughs> odd. Hmm. No. Nothing odd. No. Well, you're, you're a married man. I bet, if, I bet if your wife were in here, she'd say, well, he does do this one weird <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> how, how long have you been married? 33 years. 33 years. I'm that's almost as long as I've been alive. And is it your only marriage? Yes. Absolutely. All right. So, Abby, what about you? 
I'm not married. <laughs> no. Do you, do you have any other questions you'd like to, to prod Mr. Sparks with? Um, I don't know that I have any more questions, um, but I would like to say that I find it really encouraging. Um, so Jeff and I, we actually go to the same church. We're members of the same church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it really encouraging as I watch you live your life. Um, you're a city council member, but you're also very involved within the community, um, not just at uh, First Baptist, but you know I've seen you at um, other um, events. I guess at True Light, there was yes. the um, I, I, I really the house. Yeah, I I really uh, like what what Pastor Roy Smith is doing at True Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's saying we we've got. We've still got some issues with race relations, and um, you know I don't see it here in Midland. I know it probably exists some, but I do see it on the national news. Mm-hmm. There's 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 a there's a problem there, and that's a problem that government cannot fix. Government it's never going to fix that. Um, and uh, Pastor Roy has said, you know, we as Christians, it's our job, and that's that's what we can fix. Because Christ, Christ can enter your heart that can fix that problem. And so I'm really proud that he's started this. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't go to church there. I still go to church at First Baptist. But I like what, what he's trying to do i think he's been led to do it mm-hmm. and um hopefully i'll be able to help some how long have you gone to first baptist mm. 30 years oh wow i think Let's see yeah about 30 years where, where is first baptist located i want to make sure i'm thinking of the correct church yeah, it's the one over on uh louisiana it's and right and there right there Garfield. by the stadium right yeah just north the of old stadium Memorial. just north of the well, actually, it's just north of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Actually, as a kid, I have a confession to make. Me and a friend on Wednesdays used to go to that church, but we never stayed for the classes. We all they had places for us to plug in our guitars, and we'd always go over there and and play guitar every Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I know I know that church very well. Actually, uh, he used to live right there on Kansas, right there, like maybe a block or two away from there. And uh, that's where we always used to bug our crossing guard over near San Jacinto Junior High, walking home. And, yeah. yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very familiar with the area. Yeah. Where did you go to church as a kid? You, you've been here since you were about mm-hmm. four years old. So where did you go as a kid? Uh, mostly, uh, I went to Grace Lutheran is where, where I, I went to church. Well, I just want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, we're about out of time. Is there anything you would like to add? <laughs> no, I, I tell you, I love Midland. Midland's my hometown. Um, I came back after college. I'm at work in the oil field. Uh, the oil field's been good to us. So uh, I love this town. I love Midland. I like the the people in Midland. And um, well, I think this city likes you too. So you yes. are appreciated. I love well, I love your family so much. Thank we you. appreciate you. Just coming i appreciate how you serve our city but i appreciate you coming here and just spending time with us on the show you know what sure. i have a great question for you you know seeing as you and abby know each other so well and y'all have been going to the same church I is mean, there anything we should know about abby careful 
I don't want to get hurt. Very well. Very well. <laughs> well, Jeff, we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. This program was a production of the Recording Library of West Texas and is also available at recordinglibrary.org.